Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to talk about believing is seeing. So my name is Matt Cotty. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. And so on this episode, I want to talk about this idea of our beliefs. And a belief is simply a story that we tell ourselves again and again, and more importantly, that we just default and assume to believe uh, to be true. Okay, and these beliefs often dictate our reactions, with which then dictate our behaviors that we engage in. And so, when we're talking about this strictly from uh, a concept of OCD and anxiety, it's important to understand that you know our, our beliefs are are very important when it comes to our recovery process. And so, you know, I mean, let, and let's go ahead and even just talk about the, uh, uh, you know, just the huge belief right there. Can you recover? So like, so just imagine if you held the belief, like I can't recover. And that's just a story that you kind of held there in the background. And you just assumed was true. Like this is a, like, this is chronic. I'm never going to get better. X, Y, and Z, right? Let's imagine that that's a story that you just told yourself. And then what happens is, is that you will begin to see, right? Thoughts pop up and anxiety, and that's just going to confirm your belief, right? Whereas if you held a belief on, you know, I, I can get better and I'm getting better each and every day, that's going to determine you're going to start seeing your progress more and more. Okay. And, and you're going to start noticing it more and more and more. And, and, you know, if a thought pops up that you don't like, or an anxiety shows up in your body, you're not going to see that as evidence, uh, you know, that I can never get better. You're going to see it as evidence from that belief structure of I'm getting better every each and every day. Now, this is, this is challenging work to do because one of the hardest things about belief is that we just assume they're true. You know, we just, default and assume that whatever the, this script that's going on is a hundred percent true. So we never think to challenge it because we, we, again, we assume, we assume it's true. And this is some of my favorite work to do with people in the taking back control program, you know, which is, uh, you know, again, our, our program for our, our recovery program at restored minds. And so, um, you know, because belief work, has a domino effect and that's what's so great about it because if if you okay so so let's go ahead and use an example let's say someone is wrestling with the fears and contamination and you know so these what if thoughts are popping up about you know what if i get this disease or contaminated by this or this or that right it's just again just very general example if you're listening to this use your specific fears in this example and so these thoughts pop up, they get anxious. And then from there, they begin to wash their hands, which makes them feel better. And then this cycle 
starts, right? And that's what we're really dealing with is this loop. Now, if you've followed for any length of time, we know that breaking the loop is the most important thing. And the way we do that is by challenging the behaviors. But when you are engaging in behaviors that are contradictory to your beliefs, it's very difficult. That's why changing the belief, the beliefs are are, you know, the behaviors can just drop off essentially almost not, and it's not that easy, but, but working at that level is much more powerful than trying to resist behaviors. And so to use a different example, right, let's go to the idea of Santa Claus. When you believe Santa Claus is real, what happens is, is that you engage in behaviors that align with that. So you leave cookies out, you write letters, and that's how you get presents, right? You associate those things. Now, you know, um, when it, when it comes to Santa, like, you know, for, if you're an adult, you know, most likely you, you don't believe in Santa anymore. Right. And so spoiler to any children watching or listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, you know, but, um, the, the concept is, is that your behaviors are going to be driven by the belief that Santa's real. And that's how you get presents. The moment you shift the belief, which again can happen instantly, you know, someone tells you that Santa isn't real, that belief shifts, right. And then the, you don't do those behaviors anymore, right? It's like, why would I write letters to someone who's not real, right? Why would I leave cookies out for someone who's not really going to eat them? Shifting the belief transforms behaviors way easier than trying to fight behaviors and maintaining the old beliefs, okay? And ho hopefully that idea makes sense right there because what you're going to see is instead of sitting there and like, okay, I need to eliminate all my behaviors and, you know, I need to fight against this. A better question would be, because again, believing is seeing, right? A better question would be, what are the beliefs that I'm holding on to? Because that's all they are. They're just beliefs you're holding on to. And more importantly, what beliefs could I challenge that would create domino effects to, to really break this loop that I'm in? So let's go ahead and, and just I'll throw out some some common beliefs. I am my thoughts, right? If my mind thinks something, it must be true. Okay, so if we maintain that belief underneath it, then whatever my mind thinks, I'm going to assume is true, right? So when your mind says, what if this, 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 it's like, well, my mind said it, it must be true. The only reason you think that is because you believe whatever your mind says is true. That's just a story that you operate from. When you start to challenge the belief of, oh, well, my mind says a whole bunch of stuff that's just rubbish. You know, I picked that up from some uh, English clients that I've worked with. You know, I just, you know, for some reason, I, I've, I've really, I, I've kept that going rubbish. Um, so, so if you, if you believe that my, you know, the thoughts that pop in my head are absolutely true and I need to address them, well, then when they pop up, you're going to do that. If you change the belief that you don't need to do that, well, then, you know, it becomes much easier to deal with thought because thought is something that you experience. They aren't you. You're the observer of thought, right? And that's, you know, going into more talking about consciousness. And that's something else we talk about in our program. But, you know, we're not going to dive into uh, today. So let's talk about another belief. Anxiety is bad. Well, says who? Right. You know, I... I I used to think this a lot, right? So when I felt anxious, it's like, well, this is bad. I need to get rid of this. I'm and and that comes from a belief that I'm one, I either one, I'm only supposed to feel happy and balanced. And number two, that anxiety is a bad thing. And then, you know, and I love when I give talks sometimes because I'll ask questions like, hey, how many people in this room have ever felt anxious? 
and essentially every single person raises their hand always. So if that's true, then either all of us have some disorder or we're all experiencing something totally normal that we've told ourselves is a disorder. You know, anxiety is not a disorder. What happens is when you don't experience anxiety and you aren't willing to feel anxiety and you fight anxiety, it creates disorder in your life. Right. So, so when you think about the terms of anxiety disorders and OCD and social anxiety and panic attacks and stuff, it's not anxiety itself that presents a disorder. It is our resistance and our fighting of the anxiety and our, and our unwillingness to experience anxiety that then creates disorder in our life through our behaviors. It's so important that we understand that, right? Because, man, just that one idea alone can change everything because it can change your relationship to anxiety. You might not see anxiety as something you have a relationship with, but you do. If you have a resistance and a, a condemning view of anxiety, that's a belief. That's all it is. People that get better and break out of this loop, they don't change their they don't change anxiety. They change their perception, beliefs, and relationships to anxiety, which then allow allows them to experience it easier, which then Par, you know, actually paradoxically, you know, they experience it less and less because they, the body has a very healthy way of processing emotions very naturally. You know, let's look at other beliefs of like, hey, um, this is a hard journey. I, I remember I, I thought that forever. You know, it was just a story I came into OCD and anxiety with. This is impossible. This is so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard, right? And if I tell myself that, well, I'm going to see this as something that's hard. Right. It's just like anything else in life. You know, it's like if you, if you see marriage as something that's hard, well, you're going to see all the difficulties in marriage. If that's just the story that you have. But if you see it as this amazing thing, the difficulties, it's the same exact thing, the same exact challenge or argument or, you know, whatever that happens is either a, a confirmation that marriage is hard or just this thing that hey, this is part of the process, you know, but it's overall, it's a wonderful thing. It's one of the most amazing things you can be part of. Same with parenting, same with work, same with making money, same with all these things in our life, right? And so, again, the, the automatic scripts that we operate from that, again, are that can be changed. I want to make sure we understand that because a lot of our beliefs, we just adopt from someone else. Our parents say something. Some teacher tells us something uh, when we're young, right? And, and, and we adopt these scripts very early on and we just live by them and we just assume that they're true. There's probably many people that go around just believing they're stupid because some teacher told them that, you know, and, and this is where it really can, becomes important to maintain and, and really be aware of the words that we speak onto people because they can, they can create beliefs in that person that can hold them captive for a long time, you know, and this is why like doctors and therapists, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I mean, I remember talking to someone and they were just like, when I was first looking for help, you know, when I was 18, 19, I was, you know, just in this, in this panicked, um, you know, kind of state, they were like, well, you know, you, this isn't something that's you, you can recover from. Right. And, um, you know, you may be able to live on your own one day. You might have to live with your parents, you know, the same things like that. And, and if I had, if I had just adopted that as my own belief, um, you know, my gosh, it's like how, debilitating that could have been for my future. And this is where it's like on your recovery. And like, I think I'll, I'll end with this, right. Believing is seeing, right. It's like, you have to believe that you are going to recover. 
that needs to be your underlying story. It, and, and if someone is not, is telling you the opposite of that, that's not, it, it's it, all that means is that's just their opinion. You don't need to accept that. That's just not the person that's going to help you on this particular part of your journey. They may help other people and they might be, you know, a, a better fit for other people, but if they aren't aligned with your objective at the end, well, then that's just not the person for you. That's all. That's all that is, you know? And, and because again, it's like, our beliefs are going to determine how we see things, which is going to determine what we do, which is going to determine our results that we get. And believing is going to shape how you see something. So the, the message that I want to send out in this episode is just really being, trying to become aware of the scripts that you're operating from, the automatic beliefs, the automatic stories that you just keep telling yourself. This is the hardest thing in the world. That's just something you tell yourself, right? I can't exist with intrusive thoughts. It's just something you tell yourself. Everyone does. Everyone has intrusive thoughts, right? Your resistance to them is what's perpetuating them. So, you know, when, when it comes to belief, I just find that this work is when we can work on this level, really big barriers can begin to break you know, stories that have held people back. And that's why, like, even in the program, before we even go into any behavioral modification and talk about skills and tool sets, we are working on beliefs, like, right away, right? Because that I just know the effect of that work. And I've seen, and, and again, it's something that we are always doing. This is not a thing where you're just going to set beliefs today and that's just going to be how you go for the rest of your life. You're, you're going to start to see more and more beliefs. And in any time you're doing a behavior, right? Especially something that's perpetuating the same result. Instead of just trying to change the behavior, it's like, hey, you know, like maybe I should go to the underlying script that is driving that behavior or driving that perception, which is causing that behavior. And the deeper the level that we can work on this from, the the more lasting long-term change that we'll have. So I hope that makes sense. And I hope that was helpful. Um, and, And I hope you can take that and apply it into your life. And again, if you're looking for more work on that, you know, please consider um, the Taking Back Control program because, again, that's where a lot of our work is focused on in that. So if you enjoyed this, uh, you know, definitely check that out. And, um, you know, we also have some resources down in the notes uh, that you can get started with as well. And uh, you can also reach out and head over to Restored Minds if you're looking for um you know, learning more about this. So thank you so much for uh, hanging out today. I wish you guys a great week as always. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Hi there, Matt Cotty here. And thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.